Hello and welcome to the AMC Cultivate podcast, brought to you by FCC Farm Credit Canada. I'm your host, Robert Zirk. After graduating from St. Francis Xavier University with a bachelor's degree in business administration, Jean Fraser made the move from Antigonish, Nova Scotia to Winnipeg, Manitoba in the early 1980s to join AMC member Macdon Industries, where, prior to announcing his retirement in December 2021, he served in a variety of roles, most recently as Vice President of Global Sales and Marketing. In today's episode, Gene joins us to look back at his 41-year career in agricultural manufacturing, discuss the value of mentorship and the impact his mentors have had on his career, and talk about the importance of making work fun every day. Welcome back to the AMC Cultivate podcast. Robert Zirk here with you today, and I am now joined by Gene Fraser, previously Vice President at MacDon Industries, now happily retired. Gene, thank you for joining me today. Uh, thank you, Robert. Um, it's good to be here. It's good to be recognized as retired and enjoying my life here on the East Coast these days. We wanted to talk to you today about your career in agricultural manufacturing and get to know a little bit about your story, having worked in ag manufacturing for many, many decades. I'm wondering if we can start really at the very beginning, because as I understand it, agricultural manufacturing was not really where you had pictured your career going. So I'm wondering if you can take us to that very beginning, maybe tell us a bit about your background and how that all led you to a long career in ag manufacturing. Thank you, Robert. Well, I'm from the East Coast. I'm from a little area called Anakinish, Nova Scotia. So I grew up on a family farm here. And so the uh, aspects of work ethic and that was ingrained in me from a very young age. As I progressed uh, through uh, my education here, my parents had a big influence on everything I did. Uh, obviously, my dad, uh, his innovative way of thinking and his practical approach to things uh, gave me a good start. My mom was very social and uh, the consummate host. So it's not hard to see that I ended up in the ag business in the marketing and sales role uh, with some of her influences coming through there. When I graduated from university here at St. Francis Xavier University in the East Coast, that was 1981. And um, the economy, I would say, in the Maritimes was not that great. So I, I moved west in search of employment and career and ended up in, in Winnipeg and started my lifelong journey in agriculture manufacturing with the MacDon Industries Limited Group. And uh, it was a great career and spanned close to 41 years. So for me, uh, it's been very rewarding. And many of the aspects that you know we'll talk about in this podcast today, uh, I'll expand upon for you. Sounds good. So you mentioned you moved out west, found an opportunity with MacDon. How did you get started? What was your first role at MacDon and how did you progress from there? When I first started working at MacDon, I, I worked in many different areas. Uh, I think the first uh, little while I worked on a production line at the old facility on Roseberry Street. And uh, that gave me a taste of what manufacturing roles were like. Um, then I got into uh, a little bit of the QC work and seeing what was happening at the field level. Um, and then I ended up in production control where I got to see the operation uh, from a bird's eye view because production control is the ones who basically uh, put all the jobs into the shop and match up. 
uh, with engineering and match up with the supply chain group to uh, buy all the materials. So I, I got a great overview and a great understanding of how manufacturing works and how we eventually get the product out the door and what the quality and the reliability means in that product. So I had a great start from that vantage point. And as you mentioned, that led to a greater focus in marketing. Eventually, you became the vice president in that area. What were some of the biggest lessons that you learned from that earlier, that starting portion of your career that set the stage for your approach to business? Being young, coming in at 20 years old, you know, agriculture in the East Coast is very different from what I was seeing in Western Canada. So I had a lot to learn. Listening became a very good thing to do from my standpoint because I needed to get educated on the way that farmers and dealers and the manufacturing roles would uh, unveil themselves to me in my early career. So being in production control and learning from a lot of people in the floor that innovative ways to do things. I mean, we started in projects in production to try to facilitate how to do things more efficient and how to do things in a better way, in a safer way, those types of things. That, and that was all in 1983, believe it or not. And I, I think, you know, I, I look at it and I look at the lean practices of the last decade and and a lot of people talk about that. That was lean before we knew what the word was, because we were on the line looking at more efficient ways to do things and and learning from the people on the floor, learning from how they were seeing things unfold and how they could do their job better and how they could do it more efficiently and safer. Uh, it just was an eye opener for me. And so I applied some of that business administration education I got at Center X, you know, with some of the organizational behavior stuff and the production uh courses that I took, it was a great, great starting point in the ag manufacturing side of things. But my passion, you know, lied in the marketing, which I, which I was trained in. So when I had the opportunity to move into the marketing role in 1983, it was a very small company. Uh, Macdon at the time was mainly an OEM company we built for people like Massey and, uh, and John Deere and International Harvester and White and many companies like that, New Holland, etc. So for me, getting this opportunity to work and expand MacDon's operations uh, and then eventually getting into a dealer direct model in 1985 or so was so, so exciting because it was getting me to apply a lot of the things I learned at the, at the university level and, and started down my career path and a lot of the things I learned from my parents and, and others as I was coming through the ranks. It's like having all of those different influences and ways of learning all just meet up in that perfect role. Yeah, and it was so much fun. And again, I, I, I used the word fun in my career all the way along. I mean, days when I was on the production floor, days when I was in the production office to days when I moved into the marketing role. But the interaction with the whole company from quality control to engineering to supply chain to all of the people it just it was a fun environment to work in and to get an understanding and an education and learning and and trying to figure out ways to apply things and I had some great mentors very early on you know people who stand out to me and I you know I'll I'll mention one or two but you know there was so many this one gentleman uh, John Kilbury he was such an innovative thinker. You know, he, he spent a bunch of time in engineering products for MacDon, but he was a production planning guy and product guy. And 
he had so many skills. Uh, he just he would take a problem and solve it in four different ways, you know, and, and come up with the best solution. But his patience with customers was what, one of the things that truly stood out for me. He would get a customer or a dealer on the phone and they were looking for something that might have been a product from 25 years ago. And he knew it and he had a gift that I'll never have. And that's the mechanical mind. He had the engineering side of it, but he always loved to tinker and fix stuff. So he had that element that, you know, I never had in my career to, you know, I tried to learn some of it, but I'm never would have been as good as him. But his patience with customers, the innovative thinking on solving problems was something that stuck with me very early on. And I appreciated John's uh, support and mentorship through those years. When we come back, we'll talk more about the mentors Gene had throughout his career and the lessons he learned from them along the way. Stay tuned. AMC's Convention and Trade Show is back for 2022. On December 6th and 7th, join us in Banff for Thrive, a convention centering on the foundations that are paramount to a successful company, healthy businesses, teams, and people. For more details on registration or sponsorship opportunities, visit a-m-c.ca slash convention. And if you aren't yet an AMC member, find out about the benefits of belonging to AMC by visiting a-m-c.ca forward slash join. Thrive. AMC's 2022 Convention and Trade Show, December 6th and 7th, 2022 in Banff, Alberta. Visit a-m-c.ca forward slash convention. Welcome back to the AMC Cultivate podcast, and now more with Gene Fraser. And let's talk a little bit more about the value of mentorship, because that was something that really shaped your career and your skills and your own expertise. I'm wondering if you can speak more to some of those mentors that you've had along the way and how they've had an impact on you and your career. You know, I turn to a lot of the folks at MacDon, in particular the McDonald family themselves, Alan, uh, Gary, Scott, and John, they had so many skills, all in somewhat different areas. And they taught me a lot about the business and relationships and their dad, Joe McDonald, uh, a great mentor in the early years for me as well. And he talked a lot about relationships and how to treat customers and treat dealers and that and that always stood with me, you know, and just uh, his approach and his caring attitude towards people. Just, you know, he loved people and that came out loud and clear. And people loved to be around him because that's who he was. Uh, he created relationships with many OEM companies and, and customers and dealers. And uh, that was something that stuck with me very early on in my career. And then, you know, as I get into the marketing and sales role and, uh, you know, helping to be the voice of the customer for MacDon, Gary McDonald, who was heading up the marketing and sales role in those early years, plus the engineering side, uh, Gary had an absolute unique presence in the industry. You know, he, he was working with uh, cultivating a lot of OEM relationships. Gary was a first-class guy in every dealing that you had. Gary was very inclusive to everybody, you know, whether you were a small dealer, big dealer, small customer, big customer. 
Gary talked to everyone like they mattered the most in the world. You were the number one focus of his attention when you walked into his office and he would, you know, chat with people, young, old, whatever. And uh, he had that unique ability to calm every situation. He had the unique ability to make things around him fun. And he was a very innovative thinker. You know, he was always thinking about what was happening three years from now or five years from now. And that voice of customer getting to the field and talking to dealers, you know, talking to the dealer, you can talk about innovative products, but Gary also had a, a knack of working with dealers to say, you know, if we're developing this product, the durability, reliability, serviceability, all had to be great things in, the, in our product presence. And uh, as far as uh, the trade-in values and that, being innovative in allowing the machine to have multiple uses or multiple attachments or fit on multiple aspects of the industry uh, was a key success to MacDon in those years, and it's still to this day. So from being with Gary and uh, seeing how he evolved his career, I mean, just being around that type of guy, you learn so much. Your mentorship, uh, all those learnings would be applied for me because that's what I thought uh, needed to happen the most. But the aspect of fun, Gary coined a phrase very early on, and I think that stood out in a lot of people's minds. And uh, business isn't about business. Business is about people. And he really truly mean that uh, in everything you do. You know, it's, it's the product. But most of all, it's how you interact with the customer. Everybody today might have great products. It's how you interact with that customer and keeping him going at the field level, being empathetic, being honest, being true, doing the right thing by the dealer and the customer was one of the things he focused on. So I tried to bring some of those aspects to my career as I moved through the years and got various roles at MacDon and in the industry events to this day. For me, I, I applied the fun element because I think that truly people's engagement and interaction today, whether it's with the customer, the dealer, or fellow employees or your suppliers or anybody that's associated with having you have success is a critical aspect. And um, those are things that I applied and, and learned from great people like Gary and the McDonald family and others. I think that's really important, the idea of business being about people, because at the end of the day, nobody really buys a product. They're buying the answer to a problem that they have. And so when you make it about people first, when you make it about, okay, how can I help you with this issue that you're having? Or how can I help you have a greater yield or take your business to the next level? It's more so about that than, you know, how can I interest you in this particular product that has all these bells and whistles, you have to listen to the people, right? And it sounds like he was a really great communicator and someone who really understood that element of business. Yeah, 100%, Robert. For me, you know, Gary's approach, our approach with voice of customer, and voice of customer came from many different elements. You, you say customer, but it came from the dealer, it came from fellow people in the industry it came from our MacDon engineering group and service and, and anybody that was involved. Gary, you know, I remember at a particular focus group that we had with a, a group of farmers and there was a young guy there uh, who came with his dad and he was probably 14, 15 years old, but, you know, he's going to be one of the guys. 
And I can remember this young guy sitting in the room and there really wasn't enough seats with the people at the table for the focus group because we were recording some of the answers to the questions about solving solutions for the farmer. And when the young guy, you know, had to move over to the back area, Gary went and sat with him. And to me, it was uh, an incredible lesson from that element that Gary saw everybody in that room as contributing to that final solution that made you know life easier for the farmer and the dealer. That's the kind of guy he he really truly was. He he was opening doors for people. He was having fun with people. He was the consummate host. So learning from people like that, you know, how to treat dealers, how to have a dealer event and how to have fun at those things. Um, you know, we had so, so much fun over the years. It's just incredible. The stories that could be told, probably not on this podcast. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if maybe there is one that you might be willing to uh, to share with us here and maybe expand on that idea of how do you cultivate an environment where you are having fun every day? You know, when you have fun, sometimes you have to laugh at yourself and I'm pretty easy to laugh at. And I'll tell this story about myself at, at a dealer event that we had for dealers across the world. And, and we had a number of Brazilian South American dealers come in for our event. And uh, one of the dealers lost his luggage coming to our event. So he had no clothes. And so he was a bigger guy. And who else was a bigger guy <laughs> was me. So I lent him a bunch of my clothes to wear at this dealer convention. And that was that was the joke at the convention. I mean, I it just felt compelled. I had to give this guy some clothes until maybe his luggage arrived. And um, so it was the aspect of giving the shirt off your back so that the event could be successful. I, I jo- an inside joke that we had, but for me having fun with some of these Brazil dealers and uh, for the first time meetings, a lot of them, you know, and, and farmers are farmers. And dealers are dealers across the world. If you're in Australia, if you're in in Europe today, in Germany, or you're in whatever country, South Africa, Canada, they have the same goals in mind. They're great stewards of the land. And, and you know, if you work with them in that, the stories that they have from each of their regions parallel, and they have the same goals in mind every day. And I think that those are important things to learn about the agricultural community. I mean, these are salt of the earth people at every level. And uh, being around those people, it's a lot of fun in itself and seeing the passion and drive that they have each year. You know, they can go through a drought or they can go through a flood, but they just get up out of bed every morning and they keep swinging and they keep hoping and keep praying that, you know, their crops are going to be good and they have everything come off the field with those high yields, et cetera. So, you know, that's what we are in the fight for with all of them, uh, trying to come up with these innovative solutions, not just product, but solutions to helping these farmers and dealers succeed. That loops right back to people, right? That people-centered focus, because when you make it about people, then you build those relationships, you have those connections. So true. I mean, everybody is a is a customer, no matter if you're going to a restaurant, you're buying a car, you're buying appliance or whatever you're doing. Today, you want to be treated with respect and uh, an understanding that, you know, your needs are being met. And uh, for the people, it's it's pretty simple on how to approach the business world. Treat people like you want to be treated and just keep that in the back of your mind and focus. And if you can have a bit of fun along the way 
wow, that's that's a critical aspect in, in my opinion. And I'm going to dive off in a different direction here, Robert, in the fact that, you know, we've come through a tough period the last two and a half years with the pandemic and the supply chain challenges for all industries across the world and, and medical and everything else that's out there. You know, as we engage the workforce coming back to uh, more of a role working in an office or a manufacturing setting, lots of things have been said about uh, workforce development and that the engagement, I don't think people have changed that much, but they've got a different view on life. And I, and I think that the pandemic is maybe probably instilled that upon a lot of people, but how we bring people back to what we have classified prior to what the pandemic was, it's about engagement. But I think it's so critical on the fun aspect and showing people and giving them a directory in their career that they can understand. Those are the things. I mean, you can have good wages. You can have great benefits. You can have lots of things. What differentiates you from the rest is is the critical aspect. And I think that engagement and that fun are, are critical elements. Absolutely. It speaks to, you know, we spend so much of our lives at work. And so is that culture around your organization one where people are feeling good about the time that they're in the plant or at the office? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I had the opportunity a few years ago to speak to a graduating class at university and business area. And I mean, what could I teach them? You know, they, they're all going through their education. I was an older guy, but one of the things I focused on, I said, you know, you have basically 24 hours in a day, you have eight hours of hopefully sleep, which most people recommend, and some people cheat that. You have eight hours to spend with your family and friends, and you shouldn't cheat that. And then you have eight hours at work, you know, typically. So if you break it into the three segments, and I said the critical life balance is if you can have fun at work, because you're going to have fun with your family and friends. And I said, you know, unless you have some crazy dreams, this was my talk to them. I said, the work balance uh, and having fun at work is what changes your life and makes you a happy person. I want to loop us back to mentorship. We've spoken about how people have mentored you along your career. I'm wondering if you can speak to how people can mentor the next generation of people going into ag manufacturing and how to cultivate new leaders. I think engagement and talking with people are critical. Uh, one of the things that we had done at MacDon was we had always hired a lot of people that were retired coming from other companies to do some contract work for us. And, and you know, in my time period there, there was probably 20 people that came through that role. They came from different companies, people in the industry, and they brought a different set of ideas to the industry, different ways to look at things. And I always got a chance to learn from them. But, you know, they would very early on sit down with me and just say, you know, this is how we kind of did things. And, you know, this is things to look at. I think just sitting down with people like the the folks that I've mentored at MacDon and, and been around, it's um hearing a little bit about what their challenges are coming in as a, as a new employer, their career and what aspirations and goals they want to have. Some people get hung up because, you know, you go through good times and you go through bad times in any industry and ups and downs. And it's, it's reassuring people that, you know, this is what you will probably see. Experience, you know, 41 years, <laughs> there's a lot of mistakes I probably made, uh, probably the odd right decision here along the way. But you know what? Experience teaches you a lot of things. It, it 
teaches you one of the things about not getting too high or not getting too low and um, sitting down, engaging people and, and giving them a sense of what the future could hold in store and just talking to them about how to treat people, how to look at things differently and, and inclusive to all. You know, there's, there's new people coming in with new ideas and try to bring a basket approach to including all of those and understanding what's the best path to, to choose and trying new things and, you know, and learning to do things and, and maybe learn and quickly fail and, and then move on to the next thing because everything is a learning experience. Even the failures are a learning experience to the successes you have. And those are things that, you know, I would sit down with young people and talk about it. And I love people. I love social interaction. And I think that's sometimes getting missed with the new technologies we have today. But visiting with people, talking to them, voice, facial expressions, all of those things. I think we miss some of that today. You get an understanding and an appreciation of what people are going through because families and, and life itself are hard some days and just understanding and having empathy towards them and that. I think those types of things also add into the mentorship of young people today in the workforce. What would you say is one of the standout pieces of advice you've received in your career? I would say, you know, there's probably many things that would come into that fold. Listening to people, understanding what they're telling you. It, it's, it's one thing to listen. It's another thing to understand what they're saying with those words, because people will approach things in different ways. But then not overreacting to what they're saying, but just try to sit down and let me get this clear. I think understanding what they say and going back and saying, so if I get it right, this is what you're really looking for and, and try to work with them and have them teach you a little bit about what they want in the solution. I think it was one of the big things for me in listening to a voice of customer type of tapes. You could go back, you were in the room with the people, but when you went back and listened to it on tape, you had two different elements of what you could see. And when you brought the recording back to people who were in the room, they had a different understanding than when you were in the room and seeing some of the facial expressions and what it meant to these people and that type of thing. So for me, listening and understanding are a critical element to business success. Looking back on 40 plus years in ag manufacturing, what are some of the things that you look back on as some of your proudest achievements? The interaction with people, I think, you know, I'm still involved in the Canadian 4-H today. I'm uh, on the board of uh, directors for the foundation. Seeing young people in education and the passion and the drive in 4-H today, and I just felt like I had to give back to that side of uh, society and business today. And uh, for me, being able to help out in that area was, uh, was a critical thing. The mentorship of, uh, of young people who said, you know, Gene, you know, listening to what you said and I'm applying this, seeing some of the success from some of the employees uh, that moved on to other organizations or that are with MacDon and have advanced to the, to the roles. And to think that I might have had some sort of small role or small part is, uh, is very satisfying for me. The interaction with dealers and customers and that satisfaction 
that, you know, they would sit down with. And I, I became friends with a lot of dealers and I became friends with a lot of customers. And that truly is when you can turn a business relationship into a friendship that truly says the ultimate goal that you are doing and achieving some of the right success. And I'm, I was very fortunate to have that happen in, in a number of situations. And as I get into the retirement and traveling around the world, I have a lot of places to visit. So my wife makes a kind of a joke that says, we'll be able to couch surf through your retirement. So look out people around the world. I may be coming to visit. We're just about out of time for today, but is there anything else you'd like to mention before we sign off? I just think there's an excitement in agriculture. You know, everybody talks about the world population that we need to feed. and There's going to be a lot of innovative solutions in the next 5, 10, 25 years. And you're in the best business with the agricultural manufacturing and innovation that takes place in Canada for farming around the world. I mean, you are in a leading edge society and the opportunities that are here uh, with precision ag and other things and your role to play in it, you're looked upon in Canada as innovators. And whether you go to Europe or you go to Australia or South America, I mean, Canada has got a great reputation. Embrace that, invest in that, and look towards the future with excitement because farmers do every day. Dealers do, and I think the ag manufacturing sector, and there's a lot of great people that I've met through the AMC roles that I've had, and um, these folks are the salt of the earth people who innovate products on a regular basis and services. So, you know, do that, do it well, and do it with fun. Great way to wrap everything up. Thank you so much, Gene, for speaking with me today and sharing your wisdom on egg manufacturing, creating that culture of fun, and the value of mentorship. Thank you, Robert, and thank you uh, to the AMC group there and uh, all the member companies. Not, uh, I hope everybody has a successful harvest and uh, that the future looks bright for everybody this fall and into the years to come. Thank you again to Gene Fraser for speaking with me today. And thank you so much to FCC Farm Credit Canada for sponsoring AMC Cultivate and helping to make the podcast possible. AMC Cultivate is a production of Agricultural Manufacturers of Canada, AMC. Visit a-m-c.ca or follow AMC on LinkedIn and on Twitter at AMC Shortline CDA. If you have any feedback about the podcast or ideas for future stories, send an email to me, robert at a-m-c.ca, or you can send us a text to 431-533-1AMC. That's 431-533-1262. I'm Robert Zirk signing off for AMC Cultivate. Thank you again so much for listening, and I'll leave you with a joint quote from Gary McDonald and Gene Fraser, one that we have up in our office at AMC, and it reads... Business isn't about business, it's about people and fun. We'll see you next time.